0: Hello and welcome to Candid Candace Sports Talk. My name is Candace Smith coming to you from Dallas, Texas. I'm super excited. This is my first podcast, and I'm just a sports enthusiast that loves to talk sports, loves sports facts, sports information, and sports stories. Athletes that inspire you um, to do better, to be better. And just sports in general just brings you know joy to my life. So I wanted to share some of these facts, stories, and athletes with you all. I hope that you can tune in twice weekly, hear the little uh, hear the things that I have to say, and I hope that you enjoy it. Well, first things first, let's just get this out the way. I am and will always be a Dallas Cowboys fan. That's right, haters. I, I I hear you sighing and saying your little stuff, but that's all right. I'm not worried about that. You wouldn't be a true fan if you didn't know how to back your team through the good, the bad, and the ugly. Quincy Carter was one of the ugly times with the Cowboys, but we won't go there. We have a decent squad this year. They're not living up to their potential so far. But uh, with the shellac and we just gave the Eagles, I'm sure that we're on our way to much better things. I'm also a San Antonio Spurs fan. That's right. Greg Popovich, the man, the myth, the legend himself, the best coach in the NBA, who knows how to coach a complete team. I'm excited, excited, excited for this NBA season. But we'll get into that later in another segment. I'm a New York Yankees fan. I get I know. I know. I know. They just lost. They just got their butts kicked by the Houston Astros. But that's alright. We'll be back. We'll be back and it'll be judgment time. You heard? Shout out to CC Sabathia on his retirement. Going out like a boss. Throwing his arm out in the divisional series. Big ups to CC. Well, now you know what my teams are. I'll tell you what some of my favorite sports are. I love Olympic sports, summer Olympic sports, uh, especially track and field, gymnastics, swimming, you name it. I'm a a big fan, big, big, big fan. I can't wait for 2020 in Tokyo. Y'all will probably be getting more podcasts from me during that time than you would care to hear. But it'll keep you up to date and on the information and the stories that come along with the athletes, the great athletes that represent both our country and other countries. Uh, I love tennis. I love tennis. Wimbledon is my favorite Open. Um, I love major matches like that. Uh, Some of the greatest ones, some of the greatest Serena versus Venus matches, Roger Federer and Rafael Nadal. Love, 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 love tennis. And to be truthful with you, there's probably not a sport that I don't care for. Uh, so if you have any suggestions on sports you would like to know more about, athletes you would like to know more about, you can leave comments, uh, leave suggestions for me. I would love to hear uh, the things that you would like for me to cover in this sports cast. The NBA season has started. I'm so excited for the season. I know I say that a lot, but like I told y'all, sports excites me. And I have not anticipated an NBA season quite like I am anticipating this season. Now, my team, as I told you in the intro, is the San Antonio Spurs. Uh, we hold the record for the most playoff appearances consecutively, 22 seasons, and I believe this will be 23rd. Even if we're not ranked uh, high top there, we have a great secret weapon, and that is having Greg Popovich as our coach. Um, we have a lot of young players that are learning to develop. We have a lot of seasoned players I expect a lot more out of uh, DeRozan this year, and uh, Aldridge is playing some of the best ball um, that he's played lately. So I'm looking forward to seeing my Spurs, but they're not the most exciting thing about basketball uh, right now. Everybody's obsessed with these dynamic duo pairings and how they will do we have you know you know uh, everybody knows we have LeBron James and AD over there in Los Angeles um Kawhi and George in the uh the Clippers locker room we have uh Westbrook and Harding who by the way seem like they might be a little too intense for one another but I digress um KD and uh, Kyrie over for the Nets. But the, the dynamic duo that everyone isn't talking about quite as much, these guys put up 54 points together in their season opener. And I think as a dark horse, the rest of the league should take notice of Luka Doncic and Christoph Porzingis for the uh, Mavericks. They have some well-seasoned players on that team. There's also some young, energetic blood on that team. And with those two guys, they may be the best dynamic duo duo pairing as far as playing off of one another. Um, and I, I look forward to seeing uh, much more of their chemistry and where the Dallas Mavericks may land in the oh so thick west over here. Um, it's gonna be interesting. It's gonna be interesting. So this this week in NBA we've we've already had Kawhi uh, defeating the Lakers with the Clippers. Patrick Beverly's looking really good with the defense. All of this while not having while not even having uh, Paul George. Now they went uh, they went on the road and won uh, against the Golden State Warriors, who we'll say is you know a shell of a team right now, they are a team that I will not underestimate or go ahead and knock out of contention. Um, yeah, yeah, they are missing Klay Thompson, some kind of serious, and um, need him back in that lineup. However, you can never underestimate the heart of a champion, and. Curry's a champion. Draymond Green is a champion. And the ultimate champion of them all, head coach Steve Kerr. He just knows how to win. That's what he does. That's that's all he knows. He goes to teams and he wins rings. That's what he does. And we can never underestimate the impact that Steve is going to continue to have on that team. And the fact that even if they get off to a slow start, which isn't something you really want to do in the West, uh, they will probably be all right uh, in the long run. Now, there's rumors uh, of Clay not returning this season. That may devastate it for them. Um, But I really just don't think that they'll have as bad of a record as it seems. I could be wrong. I'm no expert i'm just an enthusiast who loves the game now uh over in the east we had some shifts and changes and um the team to me that did the best in the offseason was the 76ers with the acquisition of al harford now uh with the acquisition of Harford, the 76ers really have uh, an all star threesome. Uh, Sports Illustrated's sixth annual top 100 NBA players of 2020 list has Embiid at 7th, Simmons at 23rd, and Harford at 18th. Now, putting them together. If Simmons plays the way that he's played these first two games, the 76ers may be the ones to just take the ease. But I know there's at least at least two teams that are going to have a real serious say about that. Of course, they're all going to have a say, uh, and, but I know of at least two that will have a very serious say, and a third one that um, I may be underestimating myself in the Indiana Pacers. We cannot forget the Greek freak and, and the Milwaukee bucks. Uh, Giannis is the reigning MVP. Uh, They still have Chris Middleton on the team. Um, Brooke Lopez is still on the team. You can't forget that this team led the league with 60 wins last season. Uh, They haven't made too many changes. Um, Giannis is, yanked, is ranked number one on the same Sports Illustrated list. Middleton at number 27. Um, I don't know where Lopez is ranked. I just looked at the, uh, the top 30, but he's a great defender around that rim. And I believe that they led the league in three-point shooting last year as well. These boys know how to make it rain. And we cannot underestimate what a year of experience gives you. That loss that they took last year uh, to the Raptors, sometimes motivation is enough to get you over the hump. Now, with uh, mentioning the Raptors, I do want to say you can never not put the champs into contention until they've proven that that they have been knocked off their throne. Now, yes, the Raptors, they got rid of Kawhi, but what they have over there is, uh, and they got rid of Danny Green, but what they have over there is a strong sense of defense, a strong sense of self. They have Kyle Lowry, who has been their man, their go-to guy, and you have three players that when they play at their peak and they step it up... uh, automatically shows you how the Raptors were able to sit Kawhi Leonard for 13 games and still win the majority of those. Pascal Siakam is improving yearly. He's going to be one of the greatest players in this game in the next couple of years, I believe. Uh, Mark Gasol, he's already proven himself. He didn't have uh, as good a year last year as I thought he should. Being uh, acquired in the middle of the season, didn't give him a chance to gel with these guys. But now, um, he should be able to find his footing and his place in this team and and help them to some wins. We have uh, Fred Van Fleet. Now, this guy, man, he's he's some kind of awesome. And I believe his play is going to continue to improve throughout the season as well. And with all that being said... um, I do believe that the West is still stacked beyond belief. I haven't even gotten into the fact of James Harding and Russell Westbrook. um, I'm unsure. I'm unsure that that pairing will get the Rockets where they want to get. I believe that it will get them a lot of wins. I believe it'll get them to the playoffs. Will it get them to the NBA Finals? Will it get them another ring? I just don't think so. I I really don't. And if any indication of them arguing on the sideline, I don't know what it was about. Russell says not to feed into it. Okay. You know, we won't. But uh, I hope there's not already trouble in Rocketland for these boys' sake. Um, You have two heavily ball, for lack of a better word, ball hog dependent guys that are gonna have to work together to get uh, to get this job done. Now, let's talk Denver Nuggets. Second best league in the West. Uh, I'm sorry, second best record in the West last season. Uh, they showed us in the playoffs that they got tons of heart. Uh, Jokic is 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 improving yearly. He is he is a tremendous talent. Um, uh, wonderful player. Um Jamal Murray, he kind of disappeared a little bit for me near the end of the last season. Although he continued to play hard, it wasn't the same Murray we had seen, but I I suspect that a lot of that will change. And I hope that nobody underestimates uh the Denver Nuggets. Now, the team I haven't talked about much, never really talk about much, but could be a sleeper is the Utah Jazz and that's because of their defense. The Jazz is the second best defense in the league. Mike Conley's been around for a long time. He's a veteran. He knows what he's doing. And I look forward I just look forward to this season, man. I I just, it, I think it's going to be explosive. I think it's going to be back and forth. I think it's going to give us things that we don't suspect that we'll see or 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 um it's gonna give us some awesome plays, some awesome rivalries, new and old. Uh, but ultimately, I'm gonna I'm gonna step out and make a prediction for this NBA season. And I'm going to say that in the end, it will be the LA Clippers and my second favorite head coach in Doc Rivers versus. Ooh, mm. Uh, I think the 76ers are going to crumble in the end. And so I'm going to give it to the Milwaukee Bucks. We'll see if I'm right. I'll be updating you weekly on top plays, top wins, top losses in the NBA, along with other sports. And uh, let's get ready to talk some football. Once again, thank you for joining me for my first podcast. Um, I hope that you enjoyed the first uh, the first segment or so and um, look forward to me being able to tell you some athlete inspirational stories um, as we move along with the podcast. Um, Some more uh, sports information and news um, right now um, to sum it up for today. I want to go through week nine of the NFL, go through uh, who's sitting on top of each conference and each division, and then make my picks for the week. So right now in the NFC uh, East, we have the Cowboys sitting on top of that division at three and four. The NFC West, the 49ers are sitting comfortable at seven and zero. The NFC South, we have the Saints sitting at seven and one. Uh, NFC North, we got the Packers sitting on top there at 7-1. Over in the AFC East, we have the Patriots at 8-0. Uh, AFC West, we have the Chiefs sitting on top at 5-3. The NFC South, the Ravens are sitting on top of that division at 5-2. And the AFC North, uh, we have the Colts sitting on top of that division at 5-2 as well. Um, so... The games for this week, uh, Monday night game, we have Cowboys and Giants. I'm going with the Cowboys over the Giants. Um, I'm going with the Bears over the Eagles. The Bills over the Redskins. The 49ers over the Cardinals. Uh, I'm taking the Seahawks over the Bucks. The Panthers over the Titans. The Packers over the Chargers. Uh, I'm going with the Vikings over the Chiefs, being that Mr. Mahomes is out. I think that uh, and Kirk Cousins and company have been rolling. They come in on a high. I think they keep rolling, and I think they, um, I think they give the Chiefs uh, a loss. I'm going with the Colts over the Steelers, Texans over the Jaguars, the Lions over the Raiders. The Jets over the Dolphins, the Browns over the Broncos, and with my upset pick of the week, I go with the Ravens over the Patriots. You might think that's crazy, but I think with the Ravens having the second uh, total uh, second offense, they're ranked second. I'm sorry, in total offense uh, throughout the season so far, they're the first in rushing offense, uh, the third in rushing defense. They're averaging about 30.6 points a game and even though the New England's averaging about 31 points 30 between 31 and 32 points a game uh, I think that the Ravens can get it done um, yeah so I'm, I'm, I'm putting I'm putting my money I'm putting my, my money on the uh, the purple and the black so my my favorite color is purple. We're gonna go with the Ravens to upset the Patriots this week. The trade, day, the, trade day, uh, the, the trade deadline is uh, today, um, so I uh, look forward to, for me to, to give you a segment about the winners and the losers of the trade deadline coming up soon uh, on our next podcast. And uh, once again, I hope you enjoy this week in sports. For those of you who are baseball fans, we got a good one tonight. Houston is trying to close it out versus the Nationals. If if trend, if the trend of this particular series holds true, then the Nats will win tonight and uh, keep the home team from winning a game in this World Series. But uh, we'll see. Verlander hasn't been pitching very well. Uh, he's he's lost his three starts and. Uh, and his one start that he had here in this in this particular World Series matchup. So, uh, I'm going to go for the Nats. I'm always for the underdog. They haven't had a championship. Um, Houston had theirs before. I went for them when they got their first one. But I know Altuve and company will have something to say about, about that. So, enjoy this week in sports. Uh, go Spurs 3-0 start. And y'all have a great day. Be back at you soon.